bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. So welcome along to this week's podcast. We're all three here together in the room. Welcome back Richard after your little trip away. A, week? a, weekend, in a weekend in Paris. Whereas we had a weekend at Playmore. And he lost the best part of the week, didn't he? He missed the best part of the week. He did. Because the the strange thing is that Torquay have played twice since we last recorded a podcast. Now, I only saw one of those games. You saw both of them, David. I left the game on Saturday full of hope and optimism because Torquay played very, very well, certainly in the first half against York. You and an awful lot of others. Uh, And and I count myself, (laughs) and I should know better, really, after all this time, shouldn't I, that that, that, that never, ever, ever assume that you've cracked it. I go back to the hotel about ten o'clock. Good day, dad. Dad texts. Fine. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Two nil. Everything's under control. Nathan Blissett, just what we wanted. Two goals from him. And Came away that, thinking, yeah. well, that's it's, it's cracked. So, David, you went to Woking on Tuesday. Well, in, bet- in between, can, yeah. can I can I mention, and I, and I have to hold my hand up here and apologise for everybody, because uh, after all these years, I should know better. Um, I did a, a very <laughs> upbeat piece with Nathan Blissett in the you paper did. Uh, yes. today. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, sorry. Um, uh, um, and Nathan as well <laughs> sort of <laughs> went along with it. Yes, um, you know, we're, we're, we're working our way towards the sort of consistency and the... The machine-like mm-hmm. kind of uh, way of thinking yeah. that carried them through to the end of last I, season, etc., etc., etc. As you were travelling up to That's working. right, and, and uh, <laughs> I must say, uh, um, you know, uh, I, I I almost blame myself. Not quite, not quite, but you know what <laughs> I mean. I do. Um, and and uh, an awful lot of United fans headed for Woking on Tuesday night. There were more than 250 there, which is a terrific a hell support of a turnout again. On, yeah. a, on a Tuesday in September when. Um, you know, there's quite a lot else on, um, uh, uh, and uh, it was like a home game for United mm. for m- for most of the match. Um, uh, well, <laughs> until half time, anyway. Mm. Um, uh, and just a real stunner. Yeah. I, I, you know, you 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 get used to seeing defeats that go to the territory for when you follow and support a local um, lower division club. It's 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 it goes to the territory, doesn't it? But. Well, we, I still have found it hard to get my head yeah. around Tuesday night. We should talk about the York game first of all, because yeah. the, the majority of our podcast listeners will have been to the home game. In the first half, Torquay were terrific, weren't yeah. they? Well, well, they bossed they, the game a, for yes, the first 45 uh, uh, minutes. Kevin Nicholson, uh, um, you know, the player manager, had, uh, had, had said privately in the build-up of the game that, that the training last week had been... you know, pretty awesome. I mean, th- th- they thought at one stage of actually sort of slowing it and backing it off because yeah. the tempo had been so intense all week and the players actually took over and said no we want to keep going we want to keep going we want to keep going it was the best week's training they worked very very hard you know for lower division professional footballers and that's fine and they took it into Saturday's game and the point you're making guys is that they, they went out of the traps faster than Absolutely. we've seen them before they, they were really at it in the first yeah. half and could probably have been further ahead than two 0 at half time. Yeah, um, there was all right. There was a slight dropping off possibly in the second half, uh, but York I didn't think ever really looked like no. retrieving the damage. And um, and as we said, two goals for Nathan Bliss. Yeah, the, the drought, the goal drought, which as as he said in in his piece with you, had even begun to play on his own mind a yeah. little bit. Yeah, 
two good goals. The first one, a great header. The second one, what a clever little lob that was. Yes. And the more you see that, when you see that it's on the TV. It's sort of a lob volley, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Nice, both both laid on laid, by Dan sir. Sparks, by yeah. the way, uh, yeah. which is worth mentioning. And, and you just had a feeling coming out of that match. York, they've thrown a load of money at it. Mm-hmm. Whole new team, just got relegated last year. And United were clearly the better side last Saturday than them. And you just thought, right, Woking away, Boreham Wood away. I know you should never start thinking like that. But you, you had to look at that and think Absolutely. six points, well, you? Yeah. Or, or I, you know, we were just chatting to four points from those two away yeah. games. Um, uh, uh, in other words, you don't come back empty-handed. No. You know? um, but here we go again. It just, just does go to show, doesn't it? That just when you think you've started to turn a corner or you cracked it, watch out. Yeah. As Martin Ling always used to say that no matter how well things are going, there's always a dark cloud around every corner. Yeah, uh, and he didn't mean that out of a sort of a no. Uh, no. As we all know, he ended up sort of suffering from depression. He didn't quite mean it. No, it was a, it was a from, problem from a around point a, of view. a problem yeah. around yeah. every corner, not yeah. a dark cloud. And of course, he's absolutely right. Because there were some good performances. Just sticking with Saturday's yeah. game for a moment before we move on to mm. um, to the, the horror story to yeah. the second half on Tuesday. Uh, Brendan Moore, I thought, had a very, very good game on best Saturday. Game Possibly I've seen his best play. this season. Yeah, absolutely. And just when York were coming on to United in the second yeah. half, he came and his handling off his line was really very good, positive. He got um, down among the boots a couple of times he as did, well, didn't and, he? And pulled off the save of the game, didn't he? Yeah. From that yeah. very point-blank header from Fry, and he got it over the bar. No, he, <clears> he looked really, um, you know, the real deal in goal. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought there were lots of other decent, really decent performances, yeah. and it was just it was it was just what you'd hoped for. Yeah, especially after losing the Lincoln game at home in stoppage, you know, so late. One, uh, one more player I do game. want to mention, though, but for some of his tackling in the second half, Nathaniel Rowe Turner, I yeah. thought was outstanding. Well, Saturday. he was up against quite a quick winger in he the was. second half, wasn't he? Um, uh, York sent on this lad Kane Felix at half time. Clearly, yeah. they were two 0 down, and Jackie McNamara, the, the manager. Um, decided that he had to do something and he sent on this quite quick right winger yeah. and for a moment or two uh, um, he threatened to <laughs> cause a few yeah. problems didn't he and uh, and uh, Roe Turner really had to to um, go with him and ended up there were a couple uh, getting, of really good yeah. solid tackles right. that yes. made you think yeah. you know he yeah. really is the type you like to role. see in a home <laughs> in any yeah. game yes. but especially yeah. at home Fair, um, hard but fair tackling, yeah, and, um, and and you know he ended up contributing to that. And Felix never actually caused the damage that he threatened no. to, at, uh, uh, you know, when he first went on. But no, lot, a lot to like. Yes, but then I know Kevin Nicholson himself wasn't particularly satisfied with the second half performance. No, and and you know he's entitled to. You yeah, know, you, you you have to set your height, your your your, your, your sights high, <clears> don't you? And and you you have to keep on demanding all the best managers in history have never ever ever been satisfied mm. with whatever their teams do um, and this is the test of a player whether they can handle this constant demand to be better than what you what you are there's yeah. loads and loads of players in the world who uh, um, uh, uh, kind of yeah fine I've, I'm okay now yeah, all the best ones never ever ever accept that they've achieved what they can or they're at the level that they can do. They, no. they co- constantly make demands on themselves uh, to get better and better. And the managers, are, are the, are the, all the best managers are the same yeah. way. And, and Kevin Nicholson was right to immediately jump in after the game, didn't he? And say afterwards, I'm not happy with that. No, he tore you them know. off a bit of a strip, didn't he, yeah, after the that's game? Right. Yeah, that's um, right. Uh, so on we go to Woking and... and 
well, well first 45 <laughs> minutes was okay though, well uh, first Woking play with the best advertised and, and most obvious 3-5-2 formation in the league everything is based around Jake Caprice who used to be at Forest Green for a little while as an attacking right back he is actually a, a right back who attacks quite a lot and a lad called Nathan Ralph on the other side who's a winger who's, be, who's become yeah. a left wing back and everything is based around their attacking and it, there you go yeah <laughs> and um, uh, it, for 20 minutes it looked a little bit dodgy for United yeah. but they got through it um, uh, uh, defended quite well I thought under that under that sort of pressure got through it took the lead through um, Giancarlo Gallifuoco by the way the Woking uh, stadium announcer had dreadful <laughs> trouble with that <laughs> um, uh, uh, we'll come on to raise that a bit before and I kept turning around and said just say GG um, um, and the, go- the goal for me it summed up Woking's mood on the night I don't think they expected to beat United on Tuesday night no. because as soon as United took the lead against the run of play a little bit Woking just flattened out yeah. and United I thought took over alright it wasn't great and it wasn't as good as last Saturday but it was one of those one nil away from home it hasn't been great but right step this up a li- little yeah. bit second half we'll win this we'll, we'll end up winning this maybe 2-0 maybe you know who, who knows um, it just didn't happen um, and uh, um, Kevin Nicholson made this change at half time he took Joe Ward off funnily enough as he had done in the home game against York yeah. the previous Saturday sent on Chase Scribbins at half time I know to, to try and uh, Scribbins right wing Dan Sparks left wing to try and stop mm. these two fullbacks coming um, but uh, for that and for various other reasons I mean that didn't have particularly bearing on it but uh, it just didn't happen in the second half and United were blown away OK, well, we're at half-time in the Woking game. We're at half-time in the podcast. So we'll carry on talking about what went on in the second half at Woking in the second half of this. Join us after the break. <laughs> 